What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 14, the most ironically titled podcast, I believe, uh, on all podcast platforms. Not me, but you. The focus of this podcast is on you, even though it's hosted by me. This is Art. I want to wish everyone a very happy and blessed Easter, joyful Easter, um, happy Easter, abundant Easter. I hope that you find time today uh, to spend some time with your friends, family, loved ones, um, if you celebrate Easter. If you do not celebrate Easter um, and you're part of, um, I don't know what to call it, um, people who aren't sure if they believe in God or people who feel that they know there is no God, I'm okay with that too. Um, I think that your personal beliefs about uh, religion are your personal decision to make. I don't force my beliefs on anyone, but I, I have my own belief system that I'm sure of. So I guess if you're in that group of people um, where um, I guess I would title it secular society, Easter is often a happy time um, for, for you as well because Easter is associated with uh, eggs and, and you know eggs can symbol rebirth or birth or um, bunnies or springtime. That's all those themes kind of are similar and run together at Easter time, right? Um, and uh, if you're like uh, some members of my family, you love the um, I think it's Reese's brand who makes the uh, the peanut butter uh, peanut butter and chocolate eggs at Easter time, right? So who doesn't love those? I mean, I am not a big fan of chocolate mixed with peanut butter, but maybe I'm weird. I don't know. Um, there's several of my family members think I'm weird for not liking that, <laughs> but uh, I've just never been a fan of it. I do love chocolate. I love uh, probably my favorite, um, my favorite chocolate bar to eat is Hershey's with almonds, but be that as it may, that's not that important. But anyway, Wishing you a happy Easter. Hopefully you're off from work. If you happen to be working, uh, you know, do the best job you can possible to um, to help the, the people that you're working with today, whoever your clients are or your patients are. And um, hopefully you do find some time today uh, at some point when you're not working to be thankful um, and to be grateful for what you do have. I believe that... Um, I try and remind myself every day because I believe that um, I try and remind myself every day to be grateful because I believe that I live in the greatest country on the face of the globe, United States of America, and I am fortunate, fortunate uh, to be to have been born here and to live here with my family. Okay, so being that it's Easter, I don't want this to be a long podcast, uh, but I do want to bring you some very encouraging. And hopeful news, I want to give you a quick update on the coronavirus. Um, according to the CDC website, and I, this is as of yesterday's date, I believe Saturday, um, approximately 490,000 people, Americans in the USA, are testing positive for coronavirus, so they've been infected. And 18,000 to 19,000 of those 490,000, unfortunately, have died. Is that tragic? If one person dies, is it tragic? Absolutely. But let's put the numbers in context. Let's just round up. 
let's round the 490,000 to 500,000. So 500K, right, or 500,000 Americans have been infected with the coronavirus. Of those 500,000, let's round up the 18 to 19,000 to 20,000, okay, 20K. So 500,000 people infected, 20,000 have died. That means, while the 20,000 that died is tragic, that means that 480,000 people of the 500,000 who've been infected did not die, right? I don't know if we're waiting for them to die. I don't know if they're close to death or if they're um, people who have recovered, okay? I personally know people in New Jersey, which is where I'm from. I currently live with my family in Northeast Florida, but I personally know people in New Jersey, okay? These are not, this is not something I discovered on a website. This is not a social media post that may or may not be true. These are people I personally know, that I've spoken to, that I email with, that I text with. Okay, you get the point. So this is, this is not um, debatable. These are not questionable facts. What I'm going to tell you are hard, cold facts. I know, I know several people in New Jersey that have been infected with the coronavirus. They caught it. None of them ended up in the hospital. None of them ended up in the hospital on a ventilator, thank God. Okay? They did um, have to stay at home and not go to their jobs. And they did have to um, link and interact with their local health department and do additional coronavirus tests. And they had to have two negative tests before they could return to work. So, I mean, these are people that are healthy and are still alive and that did not die. So what is my point in telling you this? How is this encouraging? I've been saying from the beginning of this outbreak, when this this coronavirus Wuhan flu first started being reported 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the network and cable news channels. I've been saying that if you get the virus, it is not an automatic death sentence, okay? Now, when I say stuff like that, people are going to react and counter, oh, I know a baby who died, I know a young person who died, I know, okay, I know someone who had no other health problems, they don't, everyone doesn't have coexisting or existing health problems. Okay. Yes, there are exceptions to every rule, but let's again, put the numbers in context. Approximately 20,000 Americans have died of the 500,000 Americans who've tested positive. That means the majority of the people who tested positive and caught the virus, at least based on yes, on, on numbers from April 11th. Okay. 2020. Most of them have not died, all right? So it's, I guess I'm just encouraging you, put the numbers in context, avoid panicking, avoid buying into the fear and hysteria, and turn off your TV. If you are, if you are working from home, working remotely from home, stop watching cable and network quote-unquote news They're just repeating negative information every 30 to 40 minutes over and over and over again, 24 hours a day. I am not really sure how that's helpful to anyone, all right? And I don't know that they're covering stories like I just told you. I mean, I personally know people that in New Jersey that were infected and, um, 
you know, like I said, didn't end up in the hospital, didn't end up on a ventilator. They've, te- they've, um, maybe it took them two weeks to working with the local health department to get their two negative, uh, coronavirus tests. And then they get their paperwork to their employer and they get, get back to work. They return to work. So there is hope. Okay. The other thing I want to share with you is stuff that I found on the internet myself. All right. So while I'm encouraging you to turn off the TV and use your internet connection to do your own research, to educate yourself, go to YouTube, what I call YouTube university. I mean, you can learn just about anything at YouTube. It's a wonderful tool. Okay. Um, and remember your, your most valuable asset is time. All right. You only have so much time every day. I only have so much time every day to devote to this, right? So every day, try and do something to educate yourself. All right. And usually for me, that involves time where the TV is off. Okay. I just want to take a brief segue here into, to talk about a St. Louis chiropractor. Now, some of you are probably tuning out saying, Oh, a chiropractor, the AMA has for years battled with, uh, chiropractors and failed to recognize them as real doctors, or they take this stance that, you know, you're a chiropractor and maybe you're using, incorporating into your practice some, some elements of Eastern medicine, which has been around for thousands of years, by the way, versus Western medicine, what we use here in the United States. It hasn't been around for thousands of years. The United States hasn't been in existence for thousands of years, right? That's just uh, common sense, right? If you know history and when our country was founded. So um, I'm going to say that if you're someone in the medical community and you totally discount all the practices and beliefs of Eastern medicine, then you're probably being short-sighted. How could something be around for thousands and thousands of years and it's, it doesn't even merit uh, your time to investigate it and check it out, right? Why, Why would you just immediately dismiss that information? But you know, I'm sure some of you will say, Oh, he's about to quote a chiropractor. This guy's one of those tinfoil hat guys. He should be wearing a tinfoil hat. Don't believe anything he says. And, um, well, you make your own decision, but there's this St. Louis chiropractor. His name's Dr. Naputi, uh, Neputi. It's a funny name. Sounds like booty, but Neputi. And uh, he's very uh, passionate. You can find his videos on YouTube. For some reason, on somebody's channel, he's labeled as Dr. Frank Hanel, H-A-H-N-E-L. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe it's just a mistake, but his real name is Dr. Naputi. He's a chiropractor in, uh, I believe, St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, he claims that uh, in his practice, his chiropractic practice, you know, if people have muscle aches, he tells them to drink tonic water, which has quinine in it. You know, of course, you'll find plenty of articles on the online that dispute that, uh, you know, um, make up your own, do your own research and make up your own mind, you know, uh, could it possibly hurt you to drink three to four ounces of tonic water a day, you know, and get, and get a little quinine, extra quinine in your diet? Probably not, probably won't hurt you, but I'm not your medical doctor. You decide for yourself. He also recommends taking zinc, uh, at least 50 to hundred milligrams a day. I can just tell you, again, I'm not your doctor. You make up your own mind, but I take a 50 milligram zinc tablet 
uh, most days of the week. Okay, that's just something that's part of my normal uh, supplement uh, regimen that I choose to, um, you know, I choose to engage in. Now, do I have a double-blind study to prove that taking 50 milligrams of zinc every day has boosted my immune system to the point where I'm able to fight off more viruses than you can if you're not taking zinc every day? No, I don't. But and what if it's just a what if it's just the placebo effect? What if I what if it's just because I believe so powerfully that that zinc is helping me that it actually does help me? Well, maybe there's no um, scientific um, truth there, but is mindset important to you in life? Do you believe that your mindset can help uh, determine your your success in life? I mean, there's probably I don't know hundreds or thousands of books on that topic of how important your mindset is. So I'd say it's even if even if it's just the placebo effect in my life at work, is that a bad thing for me? No, it's not. It's working for me. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Again, you make your own decision. But like I said, um, there's these videos online. I've encouraged you from the beginning of this, when the news network started reporting on this coronavirus, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which, by the way, they do not do. These these uh, cable and network news outlets do not do not report on the influenza deaths, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, do you realize that 29,000 Americans to 59,000 Americans, right, die every year? in a typical influenza season. Do you know that? Do you, do, you, do you even know that fact? And if you don't, guess how I found that out? I used the power of my internet connection. I went and did my own research, which is what I encourage you to do, which is what I encourage everyone to do. So anyway, um, this whole coronavirus thing for me, it seems like it's a fight for sight. And what do I mean by that? I mean that it's up to you whether you want to embrace hope uh, or if you want to embrace gloom and doom. Uh, I purposely do not watch cable or network news every day because I feel like um, all they report on is negative stuff and they just want to highlight and spin stories and fill my mind with, uh, with negative information, okay? It's, it's their particular take and spin on stories and I don't feel that they put any of the numbers into context. Um, look, there's some undeniable truths about reality, right? For instance, we live in a country of approximately 330 million people. Let me say that number again. 330 million people live in the United States of America. And every year of that 330 million, you know, approximately 30,000 to 60,000 Americans die from influenza, which we have a vaccine for, okay? So, I know that the news media is probably going to start uh, trying to market to you and convince you that vaccines are the magic bullet. There's going to be, a, I guess, they're going to come up with a vaccine for the coronavirus. Uh, hopefully, they don't make it mandatory for everyone. Hopefully, we still live in a country where we have personal freedom and personal choice, and you can decide whether to get the coronavirus vaccine or not. Just like you can currently decide whether to get the influenza vaccine every flu season or not, right? Um, I believe in the power of choice, but I'm sure there's people in government who believe in this big top-down control government that 
they believe that, that they know better than you and me and they should just make the vaccines mandatory. Well, let me ask you a question. If they rush a, vac- a coronavirus vaccine to, you know, to the marketplace, do you think they've taken the time to do a whole bunch of double-blind studies and put that, you know, put that vaccine through rigorous testing? Of course not. Of course they will not. They won't have had the time to do that. Yet that's what typically the FDA requires of any drug company when they roll out a new medication, okay? They have to go through extensive testing and it takes time. The process is long and tedious. You know, if, if that's what they're going to do for just the next pill that you're going to put into your body, why wouldn't they use that same level of scrutiny uh, to roll out the next uh, vaccine? You know, especially if uh, the government ends up making the vaccine mandatory. So ask yourself that question and then go do your own research and answer it for yourself, okay? What, what's behind all of this rush to get a mandatory vaccine in place? What's really behind it? Okay, um, I just wanted to record this little segment and tell you about Dr. Naputi, the chiropractor in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, again, I'm not your doctor. Do your own research. Make up your own mind. Use the power of your internet connection. I have another website if you're interested in cooking and recipes. If you're working remotely from home, you're sequestered. Uh, You need to cook more meals uh, and do more meal prep from home than you normally do when you're traveling to your job every day. Check out my other website, Healthy Wise. Like, I'm not silly or stupid. I'm wise, right? HealthyWiseCooking.com. If you want to email me related to food and recipes, email me at hwc at healthywisecooking.com. And you can visit my YouTube channel, Waypot Today, all my social media pages, Waypot Today. The only difference or variance is Instagram. Maybe put a period in between the two words, a dot. So if you go to Instagram, it's waypa.today. All right. Uh, I hope that you find time today to just celebrate the day, be present in the moment, enjoy the friends or family that you may be with. If you're at work, try and enjoy your day at work, right? Be present um, in the moment at work. And uh, when you're done with work, take a moment to just find a way to be grateful for what you do have, uh, wherever you may live. I know that I have listeners in about 25 different countries so I thank you for that. Uh, this podcast has been much more successful than I ever imagined that it could be, but I am truly grateful for that. And you know that I like to end my communications this way. Have courage today. Make a decision today. If you have your dreams that you've put on hold, um, go dust them off today. Easter is such a good time to start over or create a new beginning or uh, just resume something that you were once working on. So go dust off your dreams. Make a decision today to pick one thing and work on your dreams. Until next time, this is Art.